Okay, here we go. The Pan and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio the dial. Pan and Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2. Can't wait to see it. All right? Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Where, where did you get the uncut audio there? Because they bleeped it on the... Oh. Uh, Australian TV had... Uh, the Guardian had... A, every, every other country had the audio just like that. Yep. Yeah. And you can hear the full Will Smith... Keep my wife's name out your fucking fucking mouth. Well, you didn't have to swear on the podcast. We we look down on that. Jesus, Ben. No, we don't. Jesus, come on. We applaud that kind of behavior. There's kids that could be listening. No. (laughs) There aren't. It could be. I've checked the demos. Speaking of that, how can we not get a report every week from you, Ben? What's up with you? You're not doing your homework. You're Dude. supposed to send a report every week. I remember you set that rule way back. Way back. Yeah. He doesn't. Do it. He just ignores rule it because he thinks I'll forget. Set. And Ben said, "Oh, he thinks I'll forget." And no, I ben do. Ben said, "I can do that." Remember? He said, yes, "I can yes, do that." Okay, did. I'll be happy to do that. I know, and he didn't do it. Fuck uh, you and your weekly report. I think you're oh. a lack of daisical ne'er do well. That's it. N a e r ne'er do well. That's what you are, Ben. I'm sorry. You're you know, not sorry mean we don't at all. Like you, it I means am, you suck. I'm going to get up here and storm the stage and slap you. Oh, oh. that'd be the that that would be the last stupid thing you ever did. <laughs> you know what? I got a bunch of stuff here. I want first. I want to say hello to Ben Kitchen, who's a lackadaisical ne'er do well, right, Bill? Ben, yes, he is. Jesus, it's like here's a list of things he does. Go ahead. Oh, whoops, where to go? Go ahead. <laughs> He doesn't give us a report. I saw that list go out the window there. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't give us a report on it. It's, it's the one thing we ask him to do. I know. I was looking forward to seeing and reading the report. Now, what does Bill do? He, he provides the uh, the house, the refrigerator for the Snapple. <laughs> he's got the recording studio. He yeah. pushes all the buttons. He's got the sound effects. Yeah. He's got the... Uh, the fatherly advice for the podcast's direction. Yep, that's it. That's and what does Ben? And what does Ben do? The one thing you ask him to do, he doesn't fucking do it. And then he swears on the podcast. <laughs> so, he doesn't fucking like, do it. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a prima donna. Oh. Now I'm never gonna do it, Ben. We had high now hopes I'm for ne- you, Ben. Did you hear that? Yeah. Now I'm never gonna do it. Never. I know. Never gonna. Now do it. I'm never doing it. So there. Nah, nah, nah. Exactly. Uh, welcome to, uh, I don't know what episode it is. You were supposed to be the guy that counts the episodes, too. I know. Too. I know which one it is. I you, wrote it down. You do? Yeah, this time I did. What is it? This is episode 169. So so in the in the Godfather pecking order of this podcast, uh, I guess I would be the... Uh, Godfather? Well, in, in, the, in the, the perfect uh, vernacular, we would call it capo de capi de tutti de capi... Copy, 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 copy. I see. Cool. Capo de copy. So that's tutti you. De, tutti de crappy. You're the, yeah. That's what I am. That's you. That, that is like the Godfather. Yep. And you'd be like Tom Hagen, the consigliere, just with all the, you know, with all the smart uh, stuff going on and a very important person. To be. Yep. And then, then there's Ben, who's got, like, Fredo. Oh, come on. So I think we all know right who, who you really are if we're doing Godfather compared. You're really the Johnny Fontaine. 
You came crying to us yep. a few years you ago. Know, that's you right. You had this Johnny problem. Fontaine. And then you made us. You didn't make us. You asked us kindly, and we did a favor for you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> for three you re- years. You remember. <laughs> Three-year favor. <laughs> 150 times for the favor. <laughs> I know. Uh, some random thoughts from hell for those of you that uh, Ooh, care. Let's hear it. Do you know, this is really ironic, that you know what the name Putin is in Chinese? No. P-U-T-I-N. Putin. Oh, really? I, I swear really? to God. Oh. I, well, in certain, uh, you know, dialects of Chinese. I don't, I don't know if it's the main one, but I looked it up. Putin in Chinese. Puntang. Poon tang. Hmm. If you say poon tang, it's not even a bad word over there in so, China. It means Putin. So that's Vladimir where it comes Putin. from. Who knew? <laughs> so from now on, I'm going to call him Vladimir Poon Tang. Oh, okay. And anybody who doesn't like it, they can take a flying fuck at the moon. Poon tang on the Ritz. Oh, yeah. Putin on the Ritz. Remember who did that? Who did that song? Uh, I know every song. But not the Ritz. That one, uh, that's, uh, that was... Um, do, 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 you know, some... Do, 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 yeah, Sunday they were in do, tuxedos. Do, 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 do. Um, I forget now. It was Bri- it was Brian Setzer in the, in the uh, orchestra? No. It was um, uh, Gene Wilder and Fr- uh, Boyle, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a but not the Ritz. You could take any song from the 60s right now, and I'm like, I'm not if you want to. Yeah. You could pick any song from the 60s. And I could do the karaoke right on the spot, flawlessly. Right wow. now. It doesn't matter what song it is. Ben has access to our vast <laughs> musical file. i got to get the phlegm out of my throat first. So here we have uh, Irving Berlin wrote it in 1927. No, I don't want to do... That's not Herb Alpert. I'm talking about songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s. You can't, you can't just go find a song. You know, I was looking up who wrote it or who, who performed it. You were just asking that. Nobody a moment cares. ago, it was just the 60s. Now it's 60s, 70s, and 80s. It doesn't matter. Oh. I'm telling you, you pick a song, perfect, flawless karaoke, like I'm drunk at the bar, and I'm stepping up there at the Chinese restaurant. Who sang Drive? Uh, that was uh, The Cars. What member of the car sang that song? A Ben Orr. Okay, well. A friend of mine. Okay. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. You get the ding. I played softball with him. Good guy, too. He's dead now, sadly. Yeah. Cancer. Did he have a thyroid? Yep. I said he was a nice guy. Awfully nice guy. I partied with those guys, the cars, backstage. Do you know who did a lot of cocaine? (laughs) Rick Ocasek. Wow. Oh, my God. The stuff of legend. This guy was just snorting the entire table. And I'm watching, going, are you going to leave some for the rest of the band? <laughs> That's Rick? Right. Rick? You know, you're, you're funny looking, and I know why now. You do too much cocaine. <laughs> He's dead, too. What song did Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods sing? Billy, Don't Be a Hero. What was the other one? That was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> trick question. Yeah, see? But you didn't trick me, did you? The Night Chicago Died. Uh, that's uh, Paper Lace. Wow. That's an obscure do one. I, do I know? I mean, do I know? What else did they sing? That's it. <laughs> they sing. They sing. I'm not doing the rest of this wedding. Who did the song "Tubular Bells"? Uh, Mike Oldfield. Oh, look at you! That's go. the theme from The Exorcist, Man. right? Isn't it? See, I, I'm unstoppable. All right. So Poontang is pious Chinese food. <laughs> okay. The quote of the week is Joe Biden. Okay, now he's not, on, man. it's not an original quote, but what he said was, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power, which is something he heard over and over again when people were talking about him. Yeah. 
I mean, the guy is out of his mind senile, and he's a doddering old fool, and I, I feel bad for him. You know who I, I don't hate him. I feel bad for him. Jill, I can't believe a, a wife who claims to love this guy would Let's pr- him go parade on. him around. Yeah. Either that or he's been co-opted and he's been threatened. Right. You'll do as we tell you to do or else, Joe. Ever since the plastic surgery, he's been a different person. Like He, and he, he walks like an, old, uh, like an old Egyptian. Yep. He's... <laughs> He's trying real hard, but man, he's, he's just a, Doesn't he? a little nuts. And he's out there, and you say, uh, "Here he goes." Like he's an unraveling mummy. He's walking up to the mic. He looks like an old guy at the at the buffet, walking up to the you know the prime rib. Just think, if he goes, we've got Kamala. Well, that's the problem. She it, she made a speech today, or maybe it was yesterday, but the passage of time. The passage of time. And in 30 seconds, she used that phrase four times. Right. She's supposed to be talking about alternative energy or something. Well, and she passed 30 Cable. seconds of that time, repeating the same. She's, she's pathetic. Yeah. But I feel, honestly. And then I'm, if she goes, that's right, I'm interrupting for the big one. I don't. Pelosi becomes the president. That's of the, the United right. That's the, right. the, uh, the I'm sorry the to interrupt. You begin. No, but that's exactly who's in in charge if oh, these things happen. It's terrible. And every single one of them would be a good thing if not for what would happen after. <laughs> yeah. You know, if Biden, God forbid, fell down the stairs, broke, became unable to to be president. Yep. You'd say, oh, that's too bad. But at least he's not president. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Are they really going to run it back with him? I don't. Are know. they going to try and run it back with him? I have no idea. Well, let me ask you these questions. Like who, and then who do they? It, well, who here's they the question. Replace them. It's actually part of my part world. of my rundown. They know not to go to Kamala Harris. If not Biden, I think right? they've got Hillary in the bullpen. If they, oh. if they, if they don't run Biden, yeah, yeah. who runs? That's what I know. What are the other? Who's the other strong Democrat? Well, there isn't one. <laughs> well, the one that makes the most sense to me for now, it might change tomorrow. Joe Manchin. The way things are. Manchin has an no, opportunity, no, he but never... he's, he's going the other way. Well, but he'd get votes on the Republican side. But I like Tulsi, would, but... Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. Tulsi, but no. she did vote for the impeachment. Would you, though? Didn't make any sense, but I think she's waking up. Would you mm-hmm. Tulsi her Gabbard? <laughs> Come on. Would She'd you? kick your ass if she heard you saying that. Would right? you? Oh, yeah. yeah. So who's really visible? Cory Booker? Uh, he was grandstanding he, the other he, day. Too. He is yeah. such a phony. Yeah. He talks about you know growing up in a. You know, he grew up in a. He, he was a. He came from a rich family. Yep. <laughs> it was privileged. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's like... not. But Tulsi is. There's who's high profile. Who's not. Who can actually get the job done and who who can't. That they didn't look at that when it was time to put Biden in there. No. They put Biden in there. They, they knew he was senile. They knew it. Didn't they knew care. they had the goods on him too about Ukraine and, and his son and all this other oh, crap. And his son, let me tell you something. His son, that story has yet to blossom. Yep, it's really too bad because half the media, more than half the media, never covered the story. Of course, he's a drug addict. Of course, he's a pimping himself to foreign countries for huge money based on his political ties to Joe Biden. Underage girls, cocaine. Of course, prostitutes, uh, cocaine, using the N-word. He's a piece of shit. Hunter Biden is a piece of shit. And it's like oh, they, but they don't. They covered that up so in a, such a big way because they didn't want anyone to know anything. They, they say when he's sober, he's a real nice guy. Is he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what they say. Now, I've when heard was that, that a couple times. When was that? Well, was, anyway, so if not Biden, who, who's the answer? Let's say Biden can't run for some reason. Who's 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 going to be the? All person? right, so I have a list here. Go ahead. Brought up a list from CNN. Wrong. Yeah, they're Uh-oh. all bad. So here, here's the names. Here's the eleven. I'll tell you what's wrong Democrats with each one. Okay, that they have. 
No, uh, I don't think it's actually in a numerical order here. But at yeah. the top, Kamala Harris. She's stupid. Okay. Pete Buttigieg. He's gay. A lot of people won't vote for gay people. I'm not saying it would be me, but he's, you know. Elizabeth Warren. She's a she's fake Indian. Fake fraud. Amy Globachar. I, I, I don't know. She's the, mean and nasty. She never got invited to the prom. Roy <laughs> Cooper. Don't know who he is. Uh, governor of North Carolina. I don't, I don't care about him. Okay, Mitch Landrew. He was really good in Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Martin Lando. Uh, Gina Raimondo. I banged her. No. From Providence? She, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Don't oh, my God. Please. No, no the, the, the fake abduction. This is this is the best they have? Phil Murphy. I don't know who he is. Uh, New Jersey oh, oh, governor? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's a liar. New Jersey governor. Uh, J.B. Pritzker. Okay. I don't know who and he is. And finally... Does he own a pretzel company? He's the governor of Illinois. Okay. And he's very, very rich. Good Here's what him. it says about him. It says, Pritzker has two things going for him. He's very... One, he's the governor of a major Midwestern state, yeah. Illinois. And two, he's very, very rich. Yeah. And <laughs> sounds like a beer. Uh, and... Pritzker. Finally, Stacey Abrams. Never. Oh. In a million years. Stacey, oh man, there she is. She so. is, uh, she's a, a, she still yeah. hasn't conceded. So of a, all, okay, so just play the game with me. Of all of those I just mentioned, yeah. who would you? Obviously you wouldn't vote for any of them, I know. None. But who, if you had to, if, if one of these to. was going to be the next president oh, and you had to choose, God. which one would it be? I, I, I wouldn't do it. I'd move out of this country. No, shut up. You wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I'd go for J.B. Pritzker. Why? He's very, very rich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else can I tell you now. Bill? No. I, 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 I don't have Wait, one. Which no. one would you do? Not one. Come not on. One. No, they all have I mean, some Roy nasty Cooper? qualities I mean, to what, them. Who are you going to go with? I Let can't ask, go with any of them. So the other side of that question is, if, if, if not Trump in 2024... You know, because there's speculation that he could run again. And DeSantis. Oh, yep, I agree. Yeah. See, this is a clear choice on the Republican side. It'd be DeSantis and maybe maybe as his running mate, Marco Rubio. Yeah. I Get mean, the Hispanic vote and the Florida votes are wrapped up solid. What do you think? I mean, it, it, at least though, at least they both seem like they could be president without totally fuck-sticking the whole country. Yeah, there's a couple of other that are that are good, but they're not as high-profile. Now, everybody that's yeah, so listening he, that's a Democrat is saying, oh, here's you guys Here's some names on the Republican side. Obviously, okay. Trump, ben. DeSantis, Mike Pence, <laughs> Chris no. Christie. Chris Christie. Oh, my God, no. Nikki Haley. Uh, no. Well, we haven't had a real fat president Ted in a long Cruz. Time. Well, yeah, maybe. Mike Pompeo. I like him. I like him too. Yeah, he's. You know what he, I like about him? He shoots it straight. That's right, and he's presidential. Yeah. And his his presentation is never embarrassing to himself or to the party. Mm -hmm. Christy Nome, is that how you pronounce her? Yeah, she's I, pretty, I, and I she's too. North North Dakota or South Dakota? I've forgotten. Smart. Can ride a South horse. She looks good naked. Too. Uh, Tom Cotton, we like him too. And finally, Larry Hogan. Nope. No. No. Larry Hogan can kiss my ass. Hogan. All right. Was he a never Trumper? Not sure. I think he was a never Trumper. Uh, so those are two questions that are interesting as we go forward. Now it's 2022, and there's going to be a, a a big flip in the Congress this coming November. We all know that's coming. Is this what you've been thinking about all week? No, no, I was no, just wondering. I haven't thinking about anything. So I see you have notes on. This I'm ad libbing all this shit. Oh, I, oh, I see. Well, these aren't notes. That's a recipe for a new clam dip. <laughs> that. Yeah, that's right. Does it involve pistachios? Yeah.
Oh, oh God. <laughs> and just a touch of urine. <laughs> um, so I got a call from Bill Lee. I wish I could use my. Maybe, you know, maybe if I had my phone, I could play play Where's it back. Your phone. I don't know where I put What'd it. What'd you do with your phone? You know, I yeah. left it upstairs. Yep. I think. Yep. Pockets. Call Buddy. He'll bring it down. Buddy, get my phone. <laughs> I'll give you a biscuit. No, he's freaking. Your out dog's upstairs. smart, but he's not that smart. All right. So now, Bill Lee calls me. Yeah. And he says, "I'm going to uh, Georgia or something to my uh, Savannah Banana Savannah. game. He's got to play three games for the Savannah Bananas. Mm-hmm. And then his daughter, yeah. Anna Banana." That's her name, Anna. Anna Lee is uh, is getting married. Oh, now, nice! I remember she's twenty seven now, but I remember when Bill Lee called me on my TV show and went on the TV show with me while she was a baby sitting on his lap. You know, this is how old I am. Well, yeah, we know. Nineteen ninety three or whatever. That's uh, here's your satchel. That's twenty eight years ago. I don't even know if my phone's in there. It isn't. It's in my car. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just ran all the way upstairs. And you all okay? the way back. You all right? They get you your goddamn bag. <laughs> Son of a... So, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. So, he's he's pitching three more games. And, by the way, he broke his own record for the oldest man to pitch in a professional baseball game. Well, he's going to keep doing that. Well, he's 75. Yeah. And, and he paid, pitched for the Savannah Bananas, and he picked. They asked him which inning you want to pitch. He said the fifth, because that's where the game's decided. You yeah. know, you get a winner or a loss in the fifth inning. He right? genuinely wants to die on the field. Right? He I does. Think so, yeah, I Gen- think he like, genuinely wants to die on the field. And right? I think there's a really good chance that he does. So he he called, left me a message that he broke his own record by eight years, uh, the oldest man to pitch in a professional paid professional baseball game as a pro. Uh, and uh, he didn't get the win or anything, but he pitched a full inning in the fifth inning of that game. So this is going to go on for we don't know. What's he throwing? Does he tell you what he throws for for distance? No, you mean not for, for distance. Sixty feet six inches. <laughs> uh, you mean for speed? We're like, what's his fastball clock in it? He said about seventy-five. Really? Wow. Yeah, he can pitch his age. Jesus. You know, and, and at seventy-five, now when he only when he played, he only threw eighty-nine. You know, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a fastball guy. He was a really? junk baller. But he can get guys out with everything, screwballs, knuckleballs, because he still throws all that crap. I saw a Savannah Bananas highlight on ESPN.com the other day. Yeah. Maybe it was today. And the batter. was wearing a skirt. No. This batter was was doing a split while batting. Whoa. So that his strike zone was basically like (laughs) three inches off the ground to about... A foot and a half off the ground. Yeah. That was it. That was the strike zone. Ball too low. <laughs> hey, at least the catcher didn't wear a skirt. No, you know, those catchers they're too they're too tough for that. Catchers are the toughest guys in in, in uh in baseball. No question about it. Those balls bounce up, they hit them in the nuts, they they hit them in the chin, the chest, the head, you know, their fingers get jammed and screwed up all the time. And the, you're a major league catcher, you're you're gonna be tougher than most people. Yeah, plus you're in that position. God, your oh, knees my are fucked. God, I know. Yeah. Um. So, and of course, in Bill Lee's book, The Wrong Stuff, yeah, he talks about how he, he was pitching, and he he saw the sign from Fisk, and he goes, "As I'm releasing the ball, he goes, I noticed that one of Fisk's nuts were outside his cup, <laughs> <laughs> and it and it, of course it bo- bounced in the dirt and hit him right in the exposed <laughs> nut. I mean, you know, he tells these stories like someone's. Oh my God, that's a good book for it, by the way. That's yep. that's the uh, Red Sox version of Ball Four, The Wrong Stuff. <laughs> The wrong stuff. Bill now, I think, has seven books out. Huh? A couple of them are as told to, but mm-hmm. you know. 
Uh, okay, so here's a little game I like to play. A game? Ooh. Yeah, it's a game. You guys can play along because that's what it's here for. It's for both of you to play along with us. Oh, what is it? This. It's called Have You Done That? Ooh. Have You Done That? Let me get my readers. Now, that are we sponsored by View It? What's that? What's that? that oh, Views. Eyedrop I stuff. I'm getting that stuff. Where you put one eyedrop in and you can read up close and read a menu without using readers. I'm going to use that. And then I'm going to peruse from a real close-up position <laughs> some uh, the views. labels on some ladies' underwear. Well, uh, view, no, it's view. No, V U I. <laughs> we just looked at this last week. I know, week, I ben. forgot. Already. Mike Adams Viewity? recalls who Viewity. our sponsor is. Viewity. Viewity. Yeah, Viewity. thank you. Viewity, that's no, it, yeah. Not only does he not do a list of, no. of the things, you know, the reports and stuff like that, you know, he doesn't even remember what we did last week. I don't know. No. I think you should cut back on the crack. <laughs> Do you think that is yeah. what it's causing? Yeah. She told me she's getting tired. <laughs> Here's a song called, I mean, a game called Yes, I've Done That. Yes, I've Done That. Make a list of 25 more icebreaker questions for a Now, we're going to keep track of this. A yes is a point. A no is not a point. Okay. Playing Never Have I Ever. I'm going to pick wow. three columns. Ben... <laughs> Ben Cock. You want to uh, bust out that bottle of booze? We'll take shots Bill. if we haven't done it. Oh, yeah. you know, that's what we should now do. Now, you got to be truthful. No lying in this shit. What? What? Have you ever been to Europe? Yes. Yes. That's three yeses. Yay. Have you ever ridden on a motorcycle? Yes. No. No? No. Wow. Mm. What are you, a pussy? <laughs> I probably actually have, but I'll go with uh, that. What do you mean? You can't lie in this. No, because I'm trying to think. Like, I remember when I was like, doesn't mean you 18, were driving. 19. Yeah, so then, yes, I, I okay. definitely got on the back of my it doesn't say if you ever driven a motorcycle. Okay. Wow. Three, well, three yeses. Yeah. Have you ever lived in another state? Yes. 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 So that's three of us. Where's the, where do these questions come from? I don't know. Some asshole. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever met a celebrity? Yes. Yes. Jeez. We all work in radio, of course. And I've met every celebrity. Oh. You banged half of them. Every I've single had them one? at my house. Oh. <laughs> 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 Have you ever been to Disney World? Yes. yes. Okay, me too. This is the easy part of this. All right. Have you ever planted a vegetable garden? Yes. No, I haven't. I haven't. I do every year. Okay, so there, there's no... Yeah, so you got all yeses so mm, far, wow, Smitty? Wow. Man, this guy has lived. It's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one you won't pass, and I will. <laughs> Have you ever been a car salesperson? No. No. Yes, I have. <laughs> and I sold a million of them. <laughs> yeah. I had a couple months where I was the number one sa car salesman at Waltham Ford. Wow. I sold 23 cars one month. Do you walk up to people and say, hi, can I sell you a car? Do you know who I am? Never did that. No, can I bring I, you with me when I need to buy a new car? Yeah, I know all about that stuff. Oh, so I did, know, that's a fact. <laughs> I did have people come in because I'm going to need to buy one. By, by the time I took over as a car salesman in 2001, as I was rebuilding my life from a tragic divorce and drug addiction, <laughs> I I like how you laughed at that. Yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I uh, I so went, sincere. I went to Waltham Ford and I'm dressed in a tie and I'm a sales rep and all that. And I, you know, I, I was on prime time for for six, six seven years on TV. So I had one guy come. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> I said. So is that how Ordway got you back in? I said, can I get you? What can I do to get you in this car today? <laughs> um, 
But it was weird because I said, here's the thing. Here's a way to look at this. This is the only time you'll ever buy a car from a three-time Emmy Award winner. (laughs) (laughs) Period. Um, So have you been a car salesman? Yes, I have. Okay. Have you ever planned a wedding? No. 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 I don't think... I, I think I let other people plan both of mine, too. Have you ever ridden in a limousine? Yes. yes. Of course. I've puked in limousines. <laughs> I've passed out in a limousine. <laughs> Have you ever had sex in a limousine? No, that's not part of the question. Okay, good. The answer is yes. Have you ever Have you ever driven a riding lawnmower? Yes. Yes. Me too. These are icebreaker questions? Yeah. You uh, said, these, are, these are just, you know, and I guess you make a list of all the things you haven't done. And you try Hi, Bill. I'm Ben. Nice to meet you. Have you ever ridden a lawnmower? Do you ever see Grown man naked. <laughs> have you, you like gladiator movies, Billy? <laughs> have you ever participated in a marathon? No. Yes. N- no. What? Yes. Really? Yeah. You, yes. you ran a marathon? marathon? A full marathon? This was a full marathon. 26.2 miles? Yes, and I quit. <laughs> well, we've oh, broadcasted okay. marathons. Does I had that count in participating? No. Have you ever gone mountain climbing? Yes. Yeah. If well, sucks. Tuckerman's it's ravine. Boring. That's really so nice. fucking boring. You get to the top and you go, oh, okay, let's go back down. Yeah. Well, then you got to come back down. Have you ever been to a chiropractor? Yes. No. All the way to Egypt? <laughs> you. You did? So yeah. One day this went. <laughs> so at, dumb. People used to say, "Oh, chiropractors, it's it's voodoo medicine." I went out to give my dog some food. I mm-hmm. stepped on some ice and I went down on my shoulder and my elbow. Yeah. It was in such pain. That's a good thing you didn't go down on your dog. Well, I went to, <laughs> I went to the chiropractor, not expecting much, and I walked out of there almost pain-free. Oh. It was amazing. I don't know what the hell he did, but I like that. Dr. Yeah. Tom. Have you ever been a member of a sorority or fraternity? No. I no. would go with a fraternity no. because otherwise, you know, in this day and age, <laughs> people are going to do whatever. Think. No, I haven't been. I've been. No. Have you ever participated in a beauty contest? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Well, here, here's my answer. Yes, I was the MC of a beauty contest, Miss Manchester, Manchester, Connecticut. Well, you participated. You didn't really, you weren't a contestant. Well, it says, have you ever... You hosted it, you didn't participate. ...participated in a beauty contest. Uh, Yes, I did. Well, okay, then. I did too, then. As we, you know, broadcast marathons... I That's sang, participating. I sang "Magic to Do" by by the, from the musical. They Pippin. had you sing. Yeah, I was a host. Me and me and this other lady was <laughs> Sally Middleton. She was a former beauty queen. That the- she was so horrified. I was so stoned. First of all, I had hair down on my shoulders, and I was using the name Dale Denver at the time as a radio guy. And I'm dressed in an, a creamsicle colored uh, tuxedo, Ew. singing "Magic to Do" from Pippin on this stage with a bunch of local. Wannabes, it was gross. And you did it. You lived to tell I that did. tale. Yep. Yeah. I, I was so I, yes, I have participated in a beauty. And I, I also in Monopoly, I got that card t- second place in a beauty contest, win ten dollars. <laughs> have you ever had a dog compete in a dog show? No, no. Have you ever had a dog for a date? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sunny. Have you ever been somewhere while an earthquake occurred? Yes. Yes, I've been plenty of places and earthquakes occur. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about where... You, I've been in Massachusetts when earthquakes occur in uh, oh. California. <laughs> that doesn't Does count. count? Nah. You know, it was worded badly, I understand, but you knew what I meant. First one I ever experienced was California. Actually, 
I did. Yeah, and the the ground, it's just not what you expect the first time it happens. Everything just kind of waves and everything shakes and everything rumbles. Really? Remember that earthquake that hit the Caribbean in January like 10 years ago? The bad one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was down, I was in the Bahamas. We lost the power and everything like that, waiting for a tidal wave that never came. Decimated Haiti. Oh. I don't believe any, any of what you guys are saying now, you know. You just be bullshitting now. Ben and I are men of the world. <laughs> Have you ever been somewhere while a tornado took place? Yes. Me yeah. too. Yes. Windsor Locks, Connecticut. Ooh. Remember remember the airport got blown away? Remember mm. that? 79, 1979. Columbus, Ohio, 1972, I think. Oh, he beat you. I've never. You know why a, uh, an ex-wife is like a hurricane? Why No. How they come rip-roaring into town all wet and wild, and when they leave, they take your house with them. <laughs> there you go. That's why they name the hurricanes after women, or they used to? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been somewhere... Well, a hurricane occurred. What I did that one. Yeah. Earthquake, you, you did earthquake and tornado. Who wrote these questions? Some Joe Biden. Nimrod. Is that it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, more questions. Not so fast, Game sonny. on. Wow. Have you ever been on a college sports team? No. No. Me neither. I didn't do well in college. I was uh, out of there in a hurry. Do you speak a second language? No. Sí, claro que sí. Yo hablo español. Es mi segunda lengua. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I do better with the Hispanic chicks than you guys. Well, see, you have the advantage right there. Advantage... She Adams. said, do you speak of my language? I just smiled and gave her a Vegemite sandwich. Vegemite sandwich. Have you ever played an instrument? Yes. yes. Aside from the f- the flute, guys. Come on. Yeah. Piano. <laughs> saxophone. Drums a you little. You played the saxophone? I did. Bring it in. I do not still have the, and I have no idea how to play Go buy one. I played it in fourth and fifth grade. Oh. I can still kind of play the piano, not very well anymore. Cut it out. How about that? We could bring the piano in here and have Ben sit out at the piano and uh, he could play for us. Well, now the first person to complete their list wins. You can (laughs) (laughs) see this is a game. So we all won because we completed it at the same time. It's an internet game. But, you know, no, I think what this is just to make sure that we all have an interesting enough life to be be on. uh, What did you play? 15 Minutes of Shame. What instrument did you play? I played guitar and drums. Wow. Not well. Not well, as 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 Bill will tell you. Bill's a drummer. Yeah, he can. He'll tell you right now what a shitty drummer I am. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say anything. I'm glad you brought it up. He every time I play his drums in the other room because he's got a full recording studio. Yeah. here. I said I'd go in the other room and I'd play the drums. He said, "Get get off your hi hat." I mean, it was a Tom. And I said, "What do you base that on? You know, what is this symbolism going on here?" And he said, "Hey, how can you beat it?" <laughs> <laughs> the end. What else? That's the end. That's the. New, there are no more questions. I have no more questions. I, I, I really don't have. In fact, I got. I got really nothing going on. I do have. A, <laughs> seriously, I got zero going on in my life. I'm back to Lyft driving, though. I must say what? that. That was a quick retirement. Well, here's what happened. That was a Brady-like retirement. I can't wait to get on the road again. Um, I had a uh, an epiphany really? right in my pants. Wow. Uh, I realized that it's all, being a Lyft driver is all about being smart. Now with gas at four seventeen, between four seventeen and four twenty nine a gallon, mm-hmm. you have to be smart. You can't do what I used to do, which is you get in a car in a full tank of gas and you cruise around and you, you just wait for something to happen. And you, you're trying to go to busy spots. Mm-hmm. 
Now they have this thing on the app where you it shows you where the bonus places are and the little like here's three dollars, here's eight dollar bonuses in this area. And so you try to go to those areas where it's a lot of those little bonus buttons mm. because that helps you a lot. A, B, yeah, they added fifty cents a ride. Woohoo! Yeah. Fifty cents a ride based on the gas thing going on. But I also found that you got to go east of, uh, you know, in Worcester the rides are you don't you don't make any money on them. When you go east of Natick. There's an increase in the amount you get per ride. There's also an increase in the activity level because you got all those college students, you know. Yeah, and the rides probably aren't as long. You know who the, the most, the most uh, rides I give to are? Illegal immigrants. Seriously. Really? Oh, yeah. Because How is they, Framingham doing these they, things? <laughs> they don't have a license. Okay, that's one thing. Uh, and if they did, you know, they'd be... It'd be the kind of thing where they probably didn't have insurance. <laughs> and if they're Spanish, you can speak with them. I can speak Spanish with them. Yeah. Now, I in Framingham, it's all Brazilian, and I don't speak Portuguese. Oh, that's right. But that's that's how I know more so than the average layperson uh, that this this state of Massachusetts is filled with illegal immigrants because I pick them up, I give them rides everywhere. If they want to go to stop and shop, guess who picks them up? People like me, Lyft and Uber drivers, because they don't have a license. They, but they still have to shop, right? And they got money. I got to tell you, right now, if you if you told me that that twenty percent of the people living in Massachusetts are illegal immigrants, I would not be surprised. I know it's ten percent at least. Wow, I know it. You know, so good for us, good for our school systems, <laughs> which are you know obviously burdened by all this. Yeah, uh, but. That's the that's a fact. Uh, percentage of are you you're doing a survey here? Yeah, there you go. Now, th- this is what you what the official of the state will tell you. So. Ben is once again at the computer. I know it. I know. Wow. For the twenty two percent. The Planet Mikey. Archive. Is that what they're saying? Holy fuck! Wow. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Citizens of Massachusetts live with at least one family member who's undocumented. More than 100,000 U.S. citizens in Massachusetts live with at least one family member who's undocumented. 250,000 undocumented immigrants comprise 22% of the immigrant population and 4% of the total state population. When was this poll taken? Oh, yeah. It's not, though. It's much higher than that. Because the whole idea is you, they, they disappear. Two or three years ago. They disappear into the into the communities that they they, they that they've moved into, mm-hmm. and you're not going to know unless you go to the school and you say to them, "Okay, how many new, how many? First of all, when you register for school, how many languages do you have to? Sub- I know in Marlboro, as I told you, there were three tables when you register your your youngster for kindergarten. Yeah, if you speak English, if you speak Spanish, if you speak Portuguese, and they had to have three tables because. The boat. And the, the guy that I lift drove, and I've told you this story, he's from Marlboro. He just graduated from Marlboro High School. He said, I said, what percentage of people in Marlboro is, are, are, are Brazilian? He said, oh, at least 50%. Wow, how about that? And he said, well, okay, but when did that happen? While we were busy making other plans. I mean, it's been happening in Framingham since the 50s. Well, yes, like, but the, slowly. <laughs> yeah. This is really, really taking. But when I grew up, I mean, it. When I grew up in that town, basically, you knew south side of Framingham, a particular area of the south side of Framingham, was very Brazilian-centric. A lot of the stores became Brazilian, yeah. and the restaurants became Brazilian, which was great, because they mm. made fucking awesome well, food. And plus, here, you know, <clears throat> nobody, nobody, it's not like no one doesn't like Brazilian people, especially awesome. the women. They're, go- mm. they're gorgeous. 
The fact is, though, if, if that many people are coming to this country and just jumping into a community wherein they go to the schools and the school has to increase class sizes because of the influx of people, and then the, the, what, what happens to the, t- the taxpayer base? The people who pay the taxes, and that's not the illegal people because they don't, have, they don't pay taxes. You're making too much sense, Mike. My only problem growing up with all the Brazilians in the schools we had was they would put mayonnaise on their pizza, <laughs> and it was repulsive. That was literally the only problem we ever yeah. had. Yeah. It was so gross. <laughs> I put uh, mayonnaise on my wiener. What when happens? I, when I go to a hot dog uh, place. <laughs> what happens? Does yeah. Timothy prefer that to you can mustard? Imagine <laughs> you can imagine. It's very exciting. exciting. So as far as the Im- illegal immigration problem goes, and it's one of the biggest problems. First of all, we're talking about Ukraine now and uh, uh, how all, two million people have gone to Poland uh, because they, they don't want to be in a war-torn situation. And President Biden compared Poland's uh, 2 million Ukraine refugees to the migrant situation on the southern border, except there are some big differences. It's such an odd comparison. Uh, Biden was thanking the Polish president for his country's response to the humanitarian crisis. Uh, the fact that you have so many Ukrainians seeking refuge in this country of Poland, Biden, Biden said, is we understand that because we have at our southern border thousands of people per day Literally, not figuratively. He always says that. Biden said, "No." He goes, "No joke." Well, we, like oh, yeah. we thought you were kidding about. Thanks, it. Joe. A uh, thousand people per day trying to get into the United States. It's a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah, they're not just trying to get in. He's, he's they're getting in, in. inviting them in for Christ's sake, and they're getting in. And, they're, and many of them are just escaping into the. And now they're taking people, putting them on buses, taking them. Oh, here, let's drop uh, a couple hundred over in this community. Let them figure it out over here. Mm. And they're doing it at night, and they're doing it. It's so sneaky and weaselly for the way they're doing it because they're trying to downplay the impact of it. Mm. But the impact is going to be uh, obvious when once we get to the point where we're, well, it's 2 million people since and, Biden took over. And it'll be too late. 2 million people? Mm. Well, that's, what, that's how many people have gone to Poland yeah. from Ukraine. But their country's getting blown up. We can understand that, right? And plus, it's the next country over. We're getting people from every country in the world coming to our southern border. They take a plane to Mexico City. They get off the plane. It doesn't matter where they're from. They could be Chechnyans, for all we know, and they are, some of them. Uh, they could be anything because they, they know that they can get through in the border. They, their chances are very, very good, 80% that they'll be in the United States, scot-free, and be able to do whatever they want to and just disappear. And how many of them are bad guys with nasty plans? Well, we don't know because right. we don't know who they are. That's the problem. We have no idea who these people are or what they've done or where they're from or what their intentions are. And we all, don't know. All the crying and the mandates about vaccines and masks. They don't have our vaccines border, and masks. Our border is a very, very bad, pathetic joke. Yep, yep. it is a joke. Uh, the United States government, since March 2020, have used the emergency public health order known as Title 42. They did that for the for COVID, COVID, COVID thing. COVID <laughs> They've carried out 1.7 million expulsions based on that. But 2, two million people have gotten in. Uh-huh. And just see you later. We'll see. Make sure you come back for your hearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I will. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. See, <laughs> senor. What's, what's the date again? <laughs> oh, what, what time? Okay, where? Okay, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. Anyway, that's pathetic. What else you got? It's scary and ridiculous. What else you got over there? I I really don't have much today. I'm I'm a little uh, lightweight. How how many minutes have we done this podcast? 41. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's bring Joe and Jerry in here. Let's get them in here. Come on. Don't forget to tune in for the great uh, 15 Minutes of Shame podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I hate that term. 
Where oh, I get mine at Seven Eleven. Where are you? Where you get them? I know. Wherever you get your podcasts, and Ben will log it if you listen to our podcast and download it. Ben will log it and give us a report next week. <laughs> <laughs> No, he won't. Well, Joe, my pipe's in shape for this one. I'm a big Paul Simon fan. Always have been. Kind of liked Garfinkel better there, Joe. Something about that curly head of hair. The problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. She said it's really not my habit to intrude, Joe. That's yours! Furthermore, I hope my meaning won't be lost or misconstrued, but I'll repeat myself. At the risk of being crude, there must be 50 ways to leave your lover. That's right. 50 ways to leave your lover. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Well, hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee. Get yourself free. Slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. Ignore all that pus, Gus. Just drop off the Keeley and get yourself free. That felt good. She said it grieves me so to see you in such pain. I wish there was something I could do to make you smile again. But I said, I appreciate that. Would you please explain about the 50 ways? She said, why don't we just both sleep on it tonight? And I believe in the morning you'll begin to see the light. And then she kissed me on my ass. She probably was right. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. Say bye, bitch. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee. And get yourself free. Slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be a dork, Port. Just listen to me. Go fuck yourself, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Jam it up your ass, Lee. I, I, I can't rhyme this shit, Joe. I think it's time to get out of here, Troop. Bye, bitch. So long, you dirty whore. That's 52. We got 52 ways to leave your lover, Jim.